Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now, coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 253rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Maximus, and the fluffiest whimsicott. And we are here, of course, to bring you another Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. But before we go too much farther, thank you to Uncle Oshawott for uh, providing our intro the, uh, this week. Um, as thank always, you. we've been doing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, user submitted intros, and I really love it. We have so many of them right now. Uh, I would, I, w- I can't wait to hear more. Uh, so if you want to do it yourself, of course, just MP3 or WAV file. You just shoot it over to pucklepodcast@gmail.com, and we will probably do it. Just as a reminder, I don't care how bad your audio is. Uh, the the intro we played for like over a hundred episodes, where App was doing it, was recorded on an iPhone. So <laughs> uh, you guys probably couldn't tell. <laughs> so. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> as long as we can hear you say the words, we're good. Yeah, I can clean up the audio real nice. We'll be fine. Uh, I'll also preferred uh, the preferred method would be uh, wave or MP3 files. But uh, <laughs> let's not get too sidetracked. Uh, Puckle, of course, if you are new, thank you for listening. If you're if you are new, first of all, and if you're old, thank you for coming back. Uh, and Puckle is a Pokemon podcast where we talk everything Pokemon. Uh, mostly the video games here, since we have some other side projects where we're t- going on uh, with everything else. But uh, we we try to cover almost everything Pokemon that we can and uh, stay relevant. So uh, <laughs> today uh, we're just going to be talking about some news. And uh, of course, beginning of the show, I ask you guys the same thing every week. What have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? I guess I'll start. Uh, well, lately, uh, I was a little late on the ball on this, but... I actually picked up my Pokemon Go Plus this week. I'm so salty I didn't pre-order one. You didn't pre-order? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't because I was just like, man, I don't know that I care about just being able to catch Pokemon some of the time on my wrist. And then legit when they just like were about to like send them out, 
uh, the pre-orders were already gone, right? And that's when they're just like, oh, but it also does GPS stuff. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's worth buying one. <laughs> and if they would have told me when the pre-orders were still available, I would have pre-ordered one. Mm. Unfortunately, Sweet. I did not. So. Ugh. Oh, they'll come out. They'll, they'll make more. They're oh, yeah, no. I think I think there's a restock scheduled for, like, the end of October. Something like that. That's It's on <laughs> Nintendo UK's website that it says that, so I assume there's going to be a restock. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks pretty cool, by the way. Like, it doesn't say Pokemon Go. It just, you know, like, for those, oh, yeah. it looks exactly like the picture. Like, yeah, no, like App, was actually, App was actually over this weekend, and he had one. Um, oh. And so he he's, like, re- he... Uh, he got like he's never done like competitive Pokemon or anything. He's just been like very fan oriented into Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So like he he just obviously like fell for Pokemon Go. So he he was like freaking out. He's like, "Where's yours?" I'm like, "I didn't buy one because I didn't think it was worth it until they said GPS things." <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty cool. I took it for a spin. It's also fun. I grabbed my old Pokey Walker. It's an hey, I got a set now. Ooh. And then it- Went walking with steps on there and actually caught a surfing Pikachu for old time's sake. <laughs> That's awesome, actually. Yeah. No, we can't. We can't, we actually talked about surfing Pikachu last time and how we can't actually get one. Yeah. Um, in, in modern gens. They better bring me a surfing Pikachu in Gen 7. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. There will be such an outrage if you, after seeing what Raichu can do. There has to be. There's there's a surfing Pikachu T-shirt that you can wear. They really? have to bring surfing Pikachu back. Yes, <laughs> they have to. I hope so. I I really want just an event surfing Pikachu. That's all. Yeah, I think that would be great. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if Alolan Raichu can't learn surf, then I don't know what the world is anymore. I mean, I don't need to like learn surf. I don't. I don't want to be able to learn like HM three. You know. I, I just Wait, want him not? to have, like, an event surf, you know? Oh, event surf. I would argue that, like, Alolan Raichu should learn surf upon evolution. <laughs> I mean, I he mean, might because he's a psychic type, and maybe that'll, like, change his level up. I don't know. Well, uh, they probably have, like, different moves. Because yeah. I think Long, at, yeah. least, at least Alolan Marowak... Is known to have a particular move. Yeah. So, maybe. I don't know. Uh, what about uh, so? Keep going about your Pokemon Go Plus, Maximus. Anything else? Um. Well, it's pretty interesting. Like, the thing is, for me, I don't have my um, phone out, and so I can't exactly check which Pokemon it is. So, yeah. if I see a Pokemon that I've caught before, it'll, it'll glow a certain color. Really? But the thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But the thing is. I don't know which Pokemon I caught before. There's a difference for me wanting to catch a Staryu or an mm. Executor versus a Pidgey in a, in a Caterpie. Yeah. That's the only thing. I can't tell which one I've caught. But when I see it flash another color, it's a Pokemon I've never caught before. Mm-hmm. So, That's interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I'm oh, still yeah. playing with it. So, <laughs> and, it, and the fun thing is, once you push the button, it'll actually rumble like the Pokeball. If, oh, really? If you caught times and if you caught it it'll do the little chick yeah i heard it has like a 30 to 40 percent like catch rate That's... it depends on the level of the pokemon so yeah, it depends obviously on obviously um yeah. yeah that's cool though 
What about you, Whimsicott? Have you been doing the same thing? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> I pre-ordered my Pokemon Go Plus in July in a like a flash of uh, hype about the game, which had just come out. And then I spent like two months thinking, oh, why did I pre-order that thing? That's like 40 euros that will probably be completely useless because it doesn't track distance, it only catches Pokemon you've seen before, and not even all the time. And so I was on the verge of annulling my pre-order. And then I was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. And then they said, oh, it's coming out on, uh, what was it, September the 16th? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, yeah, okay, I, I guess I'm getting it. And then the very next day they said, oh, and it does track distance and you can catch the Pokemon you have never seen before. It will flash yellow instead of green. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's still too much money, but, <laughs> but it's something I want. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been using it a lot. And oh, let's not mentioned the big parking failure i was going to visit my friends to play D with them yeah. and just as i was parking my car the girl flashed yellow and i was like that means it's a new pokemon but i'm still parking the car so instead of thinking like the pokemon will still be there in like a minute and a half once i'm done parking the car i just panicked and pushed the button and of course the pokemon fled yeah and I pulled out my phone and I checked it and it was a Pikachu. Oh no. Oh. Never seen a Pikachu before. <laughs> and, and it got away. Uh, I was very, 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 very salty. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I mean, I've, I found a utility that I hadn't thought about. Like, I was in a park on Saturday with a friend of mine. We just sat there for the entire afternoon playing, like, Nerd Scrabble and uh, drinking tea and eating Japanese sweets because she had brought them from Japan. And I just kept the plus on all afternoon, and whenever it buzzed, I would click it. And then I went home, and I looked at my journal, and it said, like, 3.11, Vulpix ran away. 4.11, Vulpix was caught. 5.11, Vulpix ran away. I had discovered an hourly spawn in that park <laughs> without ever looking at my phone. So, yeah, it could be pretty interesting to track spawns, actually. Yeah. And the hmm. other thing I've been doing in Pokemon lately is realizing that building a team for our Generations tournament is difficult beyond what I had ever imagined. <laughs> really? It's yeah, been pretty it easy for me. You are good at the game. I'm not. And team building is the one part where I suck the most. That's <laughs> the person who beat me in PuckleCon. Yeah, I got a bit lucky there. And you may remember the team had a Leafeon on it. And a Whimsicott. You can't tell me that was a well-built team. It was just a team that got lucky. Now, Whimsicott is no joke. I'm saying it's fast and that prankster really adds on to it. Yeah. Yeah, but still, it's not a good team. And uh, the, the part of the game that I suck the most at, I think, is building teams. And having to build a team with such specific restrictions, like Gen 6 has very few Pokemon, and mm -hmm. for some reason, I can't fit a Gen 2 Pokemon on any of my teams. <laughs> I tried starting from Gen 2, like, okay, I'll use Mega Scissor. Yeah. And... 
I was I thought I had a good team. And then I went on showdown and oh showdown showed me the error of my ways. Oh, <laughs> that team sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll just I'll have to like I'll we'll spend the entire week like trying to put a team together and I won't mm-hmm. be able to and I'll slap six Pokemon together and I'll suck. There's there's a lot of people signed up for that actually and a lot more people I know that are going to sign up. I'm uh, glad to know. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm not signing up myself, mostly because I just don't have time, and I'm preparing a lot for uh, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, re- not regionals, another premier challenge. Hmm. Uh, that's mm. my life. Uh, <laughs> that's all about the VGC lately. It, I know it's really bad. Uh, it's I, not bad. No, because I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> well, you will never know anything about it unless you start. So yeah, no, no, I, I like, I can. Uh, I'm not at the point where I am with OU. Like with OU, I can take a Pokemon, build a team around it, and make it mm-hmm. workable right away, right now. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Um, That's OU. Yeah, with uh, with VGC right now, I, I can't. Like, I can be given. Uh, it's really, it's also a really poor meta, I think, for this as well right now. Um, oh yeah. You just, you just don't have the. I'm very familiar with the strategies that there are in OU. And the play, because, I mean, I've been doing that since 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, but with uh, VGC, it's something I've been dabbling in the past couple of years and, like, finally got serious about uh, the past year and a half or so. And so I've been playing around with things. And I, I just can't get to the point where I can go, here's a core, let's build a team around it. Because I still haven't figured out all of the possible strategies you can have in doubles. Um mm-hmm. Plus, those like the strategies actually change every year because yes. the meta gets so different that the very basic structure of the game is not exactly the same. No, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it's yep. super. It's definitely hyper. Well, I won't. I don't want to say hyper offensive, but it's more offensive than it has been in the past. Um, especially with letting the legends in, you know, uh, letting Groudon in. And stuff. Like that. Um, I've I, I've run a few teams and like I can I'm still trying to figure out my play style because that's very important. VGC more so than double or singles. Like in singles, I can run balance. I can run hyper offensive. I can run stall. I can run whatever the heck kind of team you want me to run. Uh, in VGC, that is just not the case. I can't run every team archetype. And right. I think I think that's just. I mean, we could probably dedicate an episode to this at some point. Uh, but. Uh, I can't just go ahead and run whatever type of team I want and just figure it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have to, uh, it, more so than in uh, singles OU, you have to be very familiar with what your team can do. And that, I Unless mean, that's, yeah. And so uh, you have to be very familiar with that core, very familiar with what play you make. And, you know, um, especially since uh, like in OU, I love to run calcs while I'm playing somebody online. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do that in a real life competition, right? <laughs> so you have to, uh, you have to know the calcs yourself. So that's, that's another thing. I mean, that's if you're getting like uber serious mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't know, I, at some point there'll be like an introduction to how to play VGC, probably somewhere after sun and moon comes out. Um, but well, it's... that will be a good time to start. Oh, because... absolutely. I think oh, no. I think it's fantastic. They, I mean, there's some news. We'll talk about the news that's going on yeah. in VGC land. <laughs> um, because there's there's a lot that dropped this week about it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just definitely do that. But yeah, that's been kind of been my life right now. I want to get back to streaming. I've been a little off because uh, my work schedule has been a little weird lately. I've been, I've been working a lot of long hours. Um, very frustratingly long hours. Uh, 
<laughs> and we uh that's that's for not the show um and we'll uh yeah i mean that's my life right now i i plan to get back to streaming in ou uh this week uh but at the same time i'm still working on building a team because we're going to fort wayne i think on uh october 8th or something like that mm. uh yeah it's the 8th Ooh. that's when the premiere challenge is uh because we have to like work around misty's schedule too since she works some saturdays and that's typically when premiere challenges are yeah. So she's off that Saturday, so it's like, oh, let's uh, let's go over to uh, Fort Wayne and go play Pokemon because it's only a couple hours away. It's not that far, and so <laughs> I, I, my, my goal this year is to just top cut. Okay, <laughs> just let me top cut at one event. I don't care what kind of event it is. Just let me top cut. Um, the good news is it'll be late enough in the season. As funny as that sounds. Uh, from your premiere challenges that all of the people that are like super serious already have their two premiere challenges that they're allowed to have uh, oh, count yeah. towards their championship point totals that you because can probably start best limit yeah. this year. Right? Yeah, the best finish limit is different. We'll talk about that in the news, though. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that. There's there's a lot of VGC stuff that dropped. So, uh, yeah, well, let's just do that then. Let's go to the news. Uh, <laughs> cue the epic music. <laughs> And in the news, of course, we got a Pokemon trailer, but we're going to save that for the topic today. Um, we're going we're gonna to move into all of the other Pokemon news. Um, first being, Pokemon Bank uh, got is getting an update. It was originally supposed to happen in, um, in late fall, I think. Pretty much when Sun and Moon came out, we were supposed to get an update for Pokemon Bank so that we could transfer things from uh gen 6 up to gen 7 and also pokemon transporter was going to get an update so you're allowed to bring things from uh red blue and yellow on the virtual console unfortunately so nickname them nickname yeah. now <laughs> it got well it got pushed back so that's great uh <laughs> i i just feel like whenever they push pokemon bank back all i remember is 2013 and the uh and how they just handled that so poorly and let us know absolutely nothing and then did well, like this really soft rollout for the world like this, a month and a half later. This time they told you in advance. Hey, yeah, at least they told me in advance. Uh, it's tentatively scheduled though for 2017. So, how long we're gonna have to wait until we can transfer? Who knows? I'm saying March. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say February right now. Um, it only got pushed back. Uh, I mean, I it's already been pushed back. I can't get see it getting pushed back significantly after that. Mm. It better not. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I've been wrong, of course. But yes, um, by now you can't get a Victini anymore. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you can get Volcanion though. As a reminder, starting October 10th by going to GameStop, I believe. Um, it is also being distributed in Europe uh, as well. I you just go to your GameStop equivalent. I think it's EB Games in uh, in Australia and Game in. Uh, England, and you, I think GameStop's still in Italy, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, same thing. Just go to your GameStop equivalent. Go <laughs> go feel, go uh, help out the corporate greed. Um, <laughs> Pokemon Generations, of course, is still going on. And, okay, so the big news that I w- talked about off-air for, like, way too long is that uh, 
<laughs> is that we got a lot of information consider- concerning uh, Play Pokemon. Um, this is something that I've been, like, I've been following the scene for a while. I haven't started playing until this year. Um, seriously. Well, quote-unquote seriously. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very good. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll get a little bit better. Well, no uh, one is that good when they that's start true. out. So, so we got there's a lot of changes happening this year though. Um, in 2017, first of all, um, a lot of the CP um, limits or the cutoffs for worlds have been up- updated to be a little bit more competitive. I think uh, North America went. I know for a fact that North America was at 350 last year. Now we're at 500 for the cutoff for worlds, which is nuts. That's insane. That's a huge, huge cutoff. Um, yeah, it's like they saw all the people down in San Fran, and they thought, "Whoa, how I did mean, to all be fair, of these yeah, people get here?" To be fair, that's what happens when your scene grows, and uh, to an extent, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, so it's it's a little bit worse, I think, if you're trying to enter the scene for the first time, because you're gonna have to make an effort to make it to a lot of events if you want to. I mean, if you're very dedicated to going to Worlds this year. I don't know if anybody in our audience is like, man, I want to go to Worlds this year. Well, you're going to have to go to a lot of events. Uh. Yeah, I mean, the people, like, I don't see anyone coming in after Sun and Moon come out and getting into the game having a chance of going to Worlds this year. Yeah, no, I mean, you, I, I don't know about that, especially, I don't, I have a lot of opinions. Uh <laughs> Uh, so premier challenges got knocked down guys, uh, and championship payout first place no longer gets 30 points. That's 20, um, mid season showdowns even got knocked down, um, to, uh, 50 points from, I believe 90. So they're, they're only worth 50 Hmm. points now if you get first place and, uh, the championship point payouts are very top heavy for these events. Um, the best finish limits are a little bit different too. Mid-season showdowns don't get shared with anything anymore. They're their own thing. So you can get four of those. Um, you can get, uh, two play, uh, premier challenges every series. That's what they call it. Um, there's the autumn series, the winter series, and the spring series. They go for different dates. You can go to pokemon.com and see these actual dates. Mm -hmm. But before sun and moon come out is the autumn series. So you're allowed two of those from that series, and you're allowed six total, then that means. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you don't start until Sun and Moon, you miss out on two premier challenges. Just mm-hmm. ha- being able to get uh, a potential 40 championship points. So, I mean, I think starting with Sun and Moon is going to be a little bit difficult, uh, but we'll see. They're also Hopefully they're going to increase the number of online competitions they do, but they did do three last year, so that's fine. Um, you can get, I would say, chump change for championship points, but to be fair, I think you should use them for practice more than just trying to get championship points. Uh, it's definitely possible, though. People do it. Um, uh, I haven't, personally, because, again, I'm not very good. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, VGC uh, regionals, though, though, you have a best finish limit of four there, uh, so you can go to four of them, but they're scattered across the world, and you're going to have to pay to go, so there's a little bit of a pay-to-win thing there. Um, yeah. But if you win, uh, you get 200 championship points. Um, it's, again, very top-heavy because once you get to, like, 16th place, it's 80 points. Um, and so it's very top-heavy. Uh, and then these new international championships, which we're going to talk about here in a moment, uh, are uh, 500 points if you win. So if you just win, you can go to, you can go to Worlds, uh, to one of these. But, again, there's only going to be four of these. 
and they're going to be all over the world. Only one of them has been announced so far, and it is the European International, which is, I believe, December 9th to 11th this year. Wait, uh, that's the International already? Yep. They're Are not. They crazy? They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna spread them out. Uh, the regionals got spread out this year. They're gonna spread out the international tournaments. It looks like. Uh, do you know how many days it is between when Sun and Moon comes out and that happens? About fourteen. Uh, <laughs> so it's less here in Europe. Uh, it's about four. I'm using the twenty third as the date there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I mean that's insane. It's about eighteen days that you have there, and it's uh. You I have mean, 18 that's, days that's to insane. finish um, the game, figure out a strategy with yep. the Alora Pokedex, and, and, and have breed a and train team. your team. Yep. In like 18 days. Um, the, yep. International, uh, the International Championship's happening there. Um, and what's really weird is uh, Pokemon is actually flying out some of the bigger names in the competitive scene to go to this to like help like build up this event. Which, uh, I mean, hashtag favoritism, but... Hashtag nobody with a day job will have the time to do that anyway, so yeah, you might exactly. as well <laughs> essentially pay people to go and do that and win. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's uh it's getting to this point where there's a little bit of favoritism there, but I I have uh, I have some opinions on that, but I think I'm gonna save it. Uh, Sublime's I'm, supposed to interview I'm me. Rapidly developing opinions on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> to me, but I mean okay. I think I definitely think this is the year uh, that if you want to get started in VGC, this is the year to get started in VGC because it might become very hard after this. Unless you're European. Yeah. In that case, you know, you're, right well, scene, well, I'm not, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Yeah, the so. European scene is actually getting pretty big right now. So, we'll see. Uh, also, uh, of course, what Whimsicott's complaining about it with Sun and Moon, the uh, the format doesn't shift on the 1st of January like it typically does. This year, it's going to be shifting on December 1st. That is when the format is going to shift. It's going to be scary. We're all not going to like it, but whatever. Uh <laughs> So that means so December is going to be using Sun and Moon. So you only have like eight days to train online. Yeah, I mean before this that. event. Yeah. <laughs> this is so insane! I can't it's insane. It's gonna. That. I mean, I think it's out for anybody to win it. Honestly, I mean, it's probably gonna be the top tier players just because they're gonna be able to analyze a strategy right away. Um, yeah, and- I- I'm honestly tempted to like find a really stupid gimmick and show up. And I'll probably, like, if I'm lucky, um, I could get, like, top 32. And if I'm not lucky, I'm going to be the very last one. But it's all <laughs> down to luck, honestly. Yeah, it, it, a little bit it is, for the most part, except for, like, the people that are going to fly in, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the competitive scene is shaking up a lot here. Um, the IRL one is. And, I, I mean, it is for the better as Pokemon is an eSport. Um, I think, I mean, we're going to call it quote unquote esport because there is money involved now. Uh, there is a lot of RNG involved as well. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely the year to get into it. If you want to get into it, like if you're, if you're thinking about it, this is the year to do it because I feel like after this, it's going to be a little bit harder just to get into the scene. So definitely. And also if you want to like try to make a run for worlds or try to get on the board, like I'm trying to do, just go to premier challenges. Now there's a bunch of them all over the place right now, already scheduled. Like uh, well, today not, they have sure. one in Indianapolis tomorrow or next week. They've got one. Uh, I forget where they've got them all over the place though. I'm not sure how true that is for Italy, but I'm they, okay because I yeah. want to learn VGC this year, but only, you know, casually. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, VGC is a lot of fun. 
I, I think it's a lot different. Like I was talking about, it's a lot harder. Or I don't I don't know if it's harder per se, but it's definitely a lot different than OU. Yeah. Um, it's a, and, I would say it's a little bit more complicated. Uh, I don't yeah, know if it's complicated. I just think it's a different beast. You know what I mean? It's just like the reason I think, oh, OU singles is really easy is because I've played it for so long. I, I, um, I do think it's more complicated just because of the sheer amount of a like viable Pokemon you have. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can. I mean, the the thing is with VGC, um, it's also really hard in the real tournaments to play the meta, uh, unless you're going to something like a regional or something like uh, a national or an international. In this case, I think playing to the meta is very difficult to do at a premier challenge. Um, that's. I don't think that's something that you're going to typically see. I mean, I can practice on showdown, and the only thing I'm not going to use that to look at the teams I'm playing and know what to expect but to inf- mm-hmm. just know my team, you know? And uh, you're going to also see Smeargle, especially right now. You're going to see Smeargle. Oh. Um, until, uh, no. until, until December 1st, you're going to see Smeargle. I swear, if Smeargle is not in the Alolan Pokedex, there will be cheering all across the world. Oh, if it's not, it's going to be great. VGC is going to be very happy with that Smeargle. Yeah. Very, very happy. Uh, so that, those are my opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to cut it there though in the news. Um, and we're going to go right on ahead and just start asking our host some questions in Puckles Pokey Quiz. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Puckles Pokey Quiz is, of course, the question and answer segment that we have your co-hosts answer five questions and try to get points competing with other co-hosts. Both of these guys are not on the board, so they both have the chance to uh, take third place today. Uh, Possibly even tie for second with, I believe, uh, Bo. So we'll see what happens here. Uh, We've got questions, of course. No browsers are allowed, and you will only get one minute to answer each of the questions. Uh, So are you guys ready? All right, (laughs) then we will be going ahead with the first question. Um, Our first question is, uh, I think, a a pretty simple one that you guys can figure out. Uh, What is the the name of the gym leader that is based on a luchador? Crasher Wake? Yep, Wake. Final answer? Yeah. That is 100% correct. Crasher Wake is the gym leader based on a luchador. He is uh, in Pastoria City in Sinnoh. He gives. Uh, I answered the ten four question. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, he is the gym leader of Pastoria City. He his badge also gives you access to Defog, uh, which he says he uses on uh, Pastoria City uh, to help clear the fog out in that area. However, uh, none of the Pokemon he battles you with in the gym can learn Defog. <laughs> uh, uh, however, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be the uh, first chance a gym leader in Sinnoh had a Pokemon that was not using a gym battle that they had access to, um, because uh, Fantina, the ghost type gym leader, will use a Drift Blim in a contest that she does not use in battle against you. Mm. So uh, they could just have extra Pokemon, which deep which just gives you more evidence for the ideas of what uh, gym leaders do outside of gym leadering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, like Charon said, these are not my actual Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. 
Okay, so that was a good that was a good warm up. So one point for you guys. Uh, question yeah. number two then. Uh, this is a this is kind of a uh, yes or no question. Um, can small size pumpkaboo have its hidden ability? Um, I think Maximus. I think not. Right, because the it was only in an event, and it was only uh, like a super sized one. Does mm-hmm. this does does this sound right to you? Let's see, because I know when you breed, it can be ran. Like the size does matter. Yeah, the size is kept by breeding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, oh, wait, wait. That actually gave us the answer to that question. Do you remember a while ago in the chat he was asking for an insomnia pump kaboo? Oh. And the only insomnia pump kaboo was the one from the event, and it was mm-hmm. a super sized Gorgeist. Yeah. <laughs> so that you asked us a question, and you had actually given us the answer like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, that's why I asked it. So. Oh. <laughs> So, so no. what is your answer? No. No. Uh, that is correct. Uh, your reasoning is kind of right. Um, so actually, two of the sizes of the pumpkin boot can have its hidden ability. Um, oh. uh, the small size and the large side cannot have its hidden ability of insomnia. But the average and super size can. The average uh, pumpkin boot you can get by using the friend safari. Oh, um, you can actually yeah. get an insomnia pumpkin boot that way. Um, <laughs> but in the friend safari, the pumpkin boot are always average size. Um, oh. And then the super-sized Pumpkaboo, which is the only one anybody cares about competitively, uh, <laughs> was an event from 2014. And if you would have participated in uh, the Halloween Cup they had on the Global Link, you would have gotten the super-sized Pumpkaboo with uh, with Insomnia. So small size can't have it, no. So you get the point. Uh, <laughs> should have asked if Average had it then. Uh, so that's, uh, that's two points for you guys. So this next question, of course, uh, will have... Uh, We'll have two part. Well, this is uh, your bonus point here. So here oh. we go. Um, so the question number three is, what Pokemon does this Pokedex entry refer to? Its electric charges can reach even 100,000 volts. Careless contact can cause an Indian elephant to faint. And you get a bonus point if you can uh, also uh, tell, the, tell uh, what real life story this is based on as well. Like IRL world. What? (laughs) Okay. Um. Okay. 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 I haven't the faintest clue. Well, as far as the story where it came from, I uh, yeah, that one pretty much out the window. Um, That's the bonus point. That one doesn't matter. Also, you still have a hint. Also, remember, I forgot to mention that at the beginning. Okay. Uh, the only thing I can tell about this is that it's probably an electric type. So <laughs> that's, that's my entire contribution to this question. Yeah. Maximus, do you have any ideas, or do you want to like maybe try to hint? Let's see. As far as an elephant, let's see. Well, I know it's not some of the common ones because you would have thought you would have heard some of them like that, some of the comments like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just this obscure electric Pokemon that we don't really talk about. Maybe, yeah. Uh, also, when, like, did they ever stop re- referencing, like, real-world places in Pokedex entries? Um, because that might restrict which generation it's from. Uh, minute, do you guys want to use the hint? 
Do you want to, Maximus? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, hint, uh, it is a Generation 1 Pokemon. Uh, and it is uh oh i'm not going to give you the hint about the about the real life uh person or story this refers to okay so uh as we thought it's an old one um that's not uh it's not uh the obscure it's not obscure it's the opposite of that no generation uh, 1 pokemon is obscure pikachu, i'm going to be so mad it's not pikachu Wait, wait a moment. 10,000 volts. 100,000. 100,000 volts. Um, ah. Exactly. Let me, wait, let me also give you a num- another Pokedex entry for this Pokemon. Let me do that for you. Uh, maybe that'll help you out. Uh, but the Pokedex entry I'm referring to is the one that still has the story involved. Um, mm-hmm. So, let's see. Okay, so another Pokedex entry for this Pokemon. Uh, in red and blue version, its long tail serves as a ground to protect itself from its ho- okay, own high okay. voltage we, power. We, we know what this is. I know this one. Okay. It's Raichu. It's okay. Raichu. Do you want to you want to take a gander at what the uh, what the Pokedex entry was referring to? What real life story it's referring to? An Indian elephant and a Raichu. Well, I no, I I I'm I'm I can only guess that it might have something to do with elephants being afraid of mice. But <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So Maximus the correct Blake. answer the correct answer is uh, Raichu. Uh, okay. So you'll get one point there. However, the story that that Pokedex entry refers to is actually uh, Thomas Edison uh, electrocuting an elephant. Um, what? Fun fact. Uh, oh I don't think God. he actually did it, but it was, uh, it was a story. I think he, cause he was trying to show, so like fun physics story. Uh, we have two types of, uh, currents. You have direct current and alternating current. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Edison was the big proponent of di- DC current, direct current. Uh, and he was trying to show that AC current, which Nikola Tesla was like, oh, this is probably the better way to do things, which it is because that's mm-hmm. what we use now. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, uh, he tried to electrocute various animals, one of them being an elephant, uh, to show how dangerous AC current could be. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yep. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is, that is what the story is. It's uh, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a thing. That was his fire. Raichu's fire red entry. So one point there, guys. Let's move on then. Uh, question number four, and this actually refers to something that Maximus was talking about earlier today. So, uh, good, good job me for knowing my co-hosts. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, how could you obtain a Starfberry in the Pokewalker? A Starfberry. Uh, uh, let me tell you what a Starfberry does, because that might be like... It's like when you go under a certain amount of HP, doesn't it raise a random stat? Uh, let me double check here. Is it random? Uh, the Starfberry, uh, uh, I don't need the description from the bag. Uh, it just tells me the bag. Uh, okay. So, a <laughs> uh, berry consumed by a Pokemon, if a Pokemon holds one, it's one of its stats will sharply increase when it's in a pinch. So, it lo- sounds like a random one. So yeah, it it's below random. A, okay. yeah. random. That'd be so weird if you get a stat that you don't even need. <laughs> like, you're an attack, yeah. you get special attack. But that's the berry. It's like, 
it's like the rainbow berry in a way. Yeah. Because kinda. you look at it and it's like the a section of a star fruit and each segment is a different color. So, <laughs> so how do you get one in the Poke Walker? Well, it's obviously we gotta do a certain number of steps. I want to say oh. you you had to like unlock the event route that had the Jirachi on it. The faraway sky star or something. <laughs> but I, I have no idea if I'm just associating the fact that it's star-shaped with the Jirachi event. I honestly don't know. Context clues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any idea? I'm going to need an answer soon because we, we used a lot of time. That That's all I've got. Yeah, I go with it because I don't did it for the Pikachu route. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Well, unfortunately, you didn't get it correct because you didn't give me an answer. But uh, uh, I the kind of did, but... well, yeah, the answer uh, Maximus was on the right track. Is you have to take nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine steps with the Poke Walker. Really? And Wait, that, that's the max. That's that's how many steps you had to take, and you get a Starf Berry. Fun fact. Who would have thunk? Wow. So worth it. Yeah, right? Uh, for <laughs> ba- this berry was always very, uh, very, it was like very difficult to get, but who's going to use it? Um, so, yeah. Why would right. you use it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, last question. I think this one you guys will get. Um, so, Pyroar is classified with the species name the Royal Pokemon. Uh, what other Pokemon shares that species name, and it's not Litleo? <laughs> okay. I almost wanted to say the Nidoran um, line, but said that's not it. Would it not be Slowking? I thought it was the late. I thought it was like the, tr- the lazy Pokemon. Well, the, the, uh, so uh, it's <laughs> still like the same uh, definition as its family. The ro- you said the royal, the royal oh. Pokemon, yeah. Hmm. I mean, ah, it's very, it's kind of somewhat obvious. Pokemon associated with kings. We have Sea King, we have Nader King, we have. uh, Because they don't like poison. Smoking? I mean, Superior is also associated with the royalty, the French royalty, in like, in its inspiration for its design. Overthinking it. I I think we are. What's what what wears a crown? Sloking. <laughs> what do you think, Maximus? Hmm. Could be sloking. Uh, I need an answer. I say sloking is probably the best bet because I know it's not. Um, I don't think it's um. I don't think it's slacking. It's not. Okay. I don't think it's seeking because I would have recognized that. Okay. Uh, I'd say Slowking. All right. Slowking is, in fact, correct. Ah! Uh, Slowking <laughs> is known as the Royal Pokemon, as well as Pyro. Uh, <laughs> so that is it for Puckles Pokemon. You guys got four points today. So that puts you in third place, tied with Gator. Uh, so hey. we we have Whimsy. So currently, Jushiro is still in the lead with ten points. Uh, Gator, or Bosephus, is in second place with six. 
Gator is it Gator, Whimsicott, and Mr. Maximus are all in uh all in third place with four points. So yeah, tune so in fun. next week to see any interesting developments in the ladder. Uh, of course, first to 30 points wins, as always. So get in get in there, guys. Get your points. <laughs> well, All we right. tried, but you had to ask about Th- Thomas Edison being... I, okay. say I thought that... I thought that's a cool science fact. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not a physicist. I'm a chemist. I'm uh, more about other scientists. I that's that's legit what I thought. I thought I knew my audience. <laughs> Apparently not as well as I thought. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we are gonna kick it on over, guys, after a short break to the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop! Alright guys, and on to the topic... Uh, the topic today, obviously, all of this wonderful sun and moon news, because it just won't stop. It well, just we're getting, stop. like, two weeks off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to happen again on October 4th. Yeah. So, I know what I'm talking about on the 9th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the 9th of October when we record, I know what we're talking about. Um, so, <laughs> Pokemon news, we've got some more for sun and moon. Uh, we got some new Pokemon, uh, more information about some version exclusives, which is really cool. Uh, so that infers that a lot of things that we've seen probably aren't version exclusive, uh, which is interesting yeah. to think. Um, so two of the things, uh, they're just both monkeys. Uh, <laughs> we have Pissimian, that's how you pronounce isn't it, right? One, isn't one an ape and one a lemur? Uh, one is a lemur and one is an orangutan. Oh. Mm-hmm. So not monkeys. They're, they're kind of monkeys. Let's say they're apes. How about that? They're yeah, they're apes. One they're... is an ape. One is a lemur. Okay, it doesn't matter. They're they're both. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm being I'm being stupid. Don't be a biologist. Uh, and so, um, and so we have the lemur Pissimian, who is uh, a fighting type with this crazy new ability, which uh, is called uh, what is it? Receiver. Receiver. Okay, so both. Let me lead this off with both of these Pokemon are going to be fantastic for double battles and VGC use. Uh, one right more now. than the other. One more than the other, and I can already tell you which one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, so Pissimian is uh, is is a uh, is a fighting type Pokemon with his ability receiver, where you can go ahead and take the uh, partner's ability when the partner faints, which is kind of cool because then you can gain abilities on a fighting type that a fighting type typically shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's very interesting, right? Uh, you can get, I guess, I don't know, it would be cool to get, if it could learn, like, an Oko move, it'd be really cool to see it grab no guard from something, you know? It could also be, uh, it could also be incentive to knock out your partner Pokemon, so you can gain that ability. You know, say, say you have a Pissimian, uh, in one slot, and then you have something with Levitate in the other, even, and you see a Groudon sitting across the field. And your other Pokemon's about to faint, so Pissimian takes it out before Groudon compresses his blades or something. I'm thinking BGC now. It does not matter. 
Uh. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you mean. Uh, this is the kind of gimmick that looks like people are going to flock to it and it's going to be a trap 70% of the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You only have four Pokemon in BGC. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> think it's going to work. I don't think the receiver is going to work out very well as like a good strategy. Um, I think it'll work out as a gimmick. I don't think it'll work out as a good strategy. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're bringing Pacemian just for that, you're probably going to be doing it wrong. Yes, absolutely. Um, we still have to see the stats of this of these Pokemon to see if they're even going to be bulky enough. Because if mm-hmm. they get hit with a high damage spread move, they can be taken out before that even takes place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, it, it, it's just not... I don't think it's a great ability. It's, it's definitely something very gimmicky. Um, so the next one is Oranguru, which you get in Moon version. Thatch, um, may we spend 20 seconds uh, on Passimian oh, to sure. say, A, it has a really nice design in my opinion, Yeah. and B, someone on Reddit made a very good point, saying, if we don't get a horde battle with one Passimian and four cheerleader Oricorio, we're going to cry. Oh my gosh, that's true. It is just like a football <laughs> player, and it's hilarious. Reddit user, you win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man, no. He that that is a very good play. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so yeah, Oren Guru though is the orangutan that is normal psychic type. So the normal type there, which is I think is very interesting. Um, very, very. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. Along with the psychic typing, first of all, it gets inner focus, which um, I'm a big fan of in VGC, just because you can't get flinched by fake out, which is huge. Um, the next thing is it also gains the psychic. It also gets the ability telepathy, which is another great ability I think for VGC, because yeah, then you don't get hit by spread moves right. that hit everybody on the field. It's just wonderful that like this Pokemon. Okay, it's already wonderful, right? Uh, yeah, and then but, yeah, and then it gets even better because it gets this new move called Instruct, which lets it uh, tell another Pokemon to do its attack again, um, or to do another attack entirely. Is it another attack entirely? Yeah, uh, it, it oh. doesn't say repeat your move. It says, I'm going to select one of your moves for oh. you to use. If That's I interesting. Got it right. That's interesting. I, I, think it's, I thought it was just repeat the move. Uh, let me, let me double check Pokemon.com, and then we'll get an official, uh, we'll get an official answer here. Um, just imagine you did that with set up Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cool for... Uh, yeah, with setup Pokemon, so you can attack okay, the same no, tournament. Therabee says it is its last move. Yeah, I thought it was just the last move. Um, that's the way I thought it was running. Um, mm. Which is less still really cool, because you could you could double up... Okay, so uh, so I was discussing this with Misty, because we're both getting into VGC, right? And so we're just talking about this, right? And she brought up a very interesting point. Uh, what if you could use Instruct on a Z-move? Ugh... Talk about that's, a burst meta right there. That's gonna be that's gonna be debated until the day the yeah, games come out. Absolutely. I was thinking I was thinking more it's VGC. What if you use it on power up punch Mega Kangaskhan? Yeah, but hopefully Kangaskhan is also not in the Alolan decks. Everybody would once again <laughs> cheer across the world. It probably is because it's been seen or something Kangaskhan shaped has been seen in Alola. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it's not. There's, but... there's a leaker that has been collecting all of the Pokemon that yeah, have I been that. seen in a trailer or seen like mm-hmm. there's a like a horsey in the fountain, right? Yeah. 
So just Pokemon. I, I don't think that means anything though, because uh, it was very hard to obtain a uh, a Pikachu. I think in the original run through, uh, well, I, I think in Sinnoh uh, or not Sinnoh, Unova. I think there's also a Pikachu statue though in that game. Very good point. So I think that is an irrelevant point. Uh, <laughs> just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. Hmm. Um, so I mean, if you see a statue or something, doesn't mean squat. Okay, um, cool. They, I mean, in the past, I mean, if you see the actual Pokemon, maybe, yeah, uh, more than likely, in my opinion. But if you just see a statue, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I'll go build a statue right now. It doesn't mean a Pokemon are in my world. <laughs> that is a that is a very good point. You're right. Uh, <laughs> it's a really <laughs> bad point, but whatever. Uh, oh man, so that those are just like the two like real new Pokemon. We finally got uh, U- uh English names for Rockruff's evolutions and typings, which is great too. Uh, Rockruff, uh, both of his evolutions are named Lycanroc. Is that, is that how we're going to pronounce it? Lycanroc? Lycanroc? I would pronounce it like that. Uh, how do you pronounce like the formal name for a werewolf? Lycanthrope or Lycanthrope? I don't know. Lycanthrope? I can go with that. We need Twilight fans, Dan. Lycanroc. I'll go with Lycanroc. <laughs> uh, okay. he is a, he's a, he's a rock type in both of his forms, both his day, midday and midnight. Apparently these evolutions are exclusive and not time-based. Uh, they're exclusive to each version, which I think is a little odd. If you're going to yeah. call them midnight form and midday form. Because I'm kind of hoping mean, that, like, moon version isn't perpetually in darkness. It's not, but yeah, uh, there, so. there's, a, there's a justification uh, in their in their description for this. Oh, is there? Okay, go for it. What is yeah, it? Yeah, it says that in Pokemon Sun, Solgaleo's influence makes a Rockruff evolve into midday Lycanroc. Mm-hmm. And in Pokemon Moon, Lunala's influence makes it evolve into the midnight form. Ah, interesting. Very Can I ask you guys a question real quick? Yeah, go for it. When I'm looking at its midnight form, I'm getting a big vibe from Zoroark coming off this thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd agree. Because just the way it's, it's like it's bipedal, almost like a werewolf kind of form, mm-hmm. just the hair step going back, it's coming forward. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely could see that kind of influence. I mean, I think they're both based on somewhat the same creature, uh, which is probably why this is happening. But yeah, also, uh, Verlicify likes both, so we'll go with that. <laughs> Take that for what you will. Um, so wait, so Solgaleo makes it evolve and Lunala makes it evolve? Is that what's going on? Uh, it doesn't make it evolve, but once it evolves, like mm-hmm. it literally says, in the world of Pokemon ah. Sun, or in the world of Pokemon Moon, I understand. Yeah, so it's like alternate universes. Yeah, and then like, I think I think the day midday form's been shown to have a new move as well. It has. It's called um, uh, I don't remember the name. It's a priority rock type. Accelerock. That's what it is. Mm. Uh, it slams into its opponent's. Uh, it's probably it's probably a priority rock type move. Um, ha, take and, that, Talon Flame. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. That's not a bad. He also gets Sand Rush as an ability, which is nice too. Everyone was going on about who, yeah, take that Talon Flame, and I was like, my Soviet Thatch. No! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, poor Soviet Thatch. His reign is so over. Oh man. Okay, so those are our new Pokemon that we've seen, but we've seen some more. 
Uh, first, finally, the confirmation of uh, we, we knew this was happening. They just finally confirmed that character customization customization is coming back. I believe yes. you use different types of currency for that, though. I think it's like festival coins or whatever. I it. don't care how I have. Yeah, to I don't pay care either. It. I also, just you, know you don't that have to wear I, a I hat. Take, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was just about to say. I can take off my hat. Yes. <laughs> Never has anybody like been so happy about the ability to not wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I just I just saw that and I'm like, wow, this is a bigger deal than anybody ever thought. Uh, <laughs> just don't have to wear a hat. That's nice. See, I kinda want Brendan to from um oh, third yeah. gen just come over and say, Hey Brendan, you can now show the world the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear you know be if really he cool? has that Thing from the manga. Oh. <laughs> Best knows what I'm talking about. I'm not spoiling people who haven't read the Ruby Emerald yeah. saga. Uh, so what would be really awesome is, in fact, uh, I I think it'd be really cool for the 20th anniversary to be able to get like clothing for from like the past protagonists. You know, oh. wouldn't that be cool to be able to get like the outfits from the past protagonists? Oh my gosh, now I want it so much and we're not going to get it. We're not going to get it, I guarantee it. But I still think it'd be something cool to get. Like, be able to go ahead and be like, oh, I'm dressed up like Brendan. Oh, I'm dressed up like uh, like uh, right. Crystal, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be really cool. But, uh, yeah, like I, it's probably not going to happen. It's the thing that you know, didn't know you wanted, but now although, that you know it, you could get it, it's not going to happen. Although, 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 there is a character in the trailer... That's wearing the yellow version of Leaf's skirt from Fire yeah. Red and Leaf Green. Maybe you can so do maybe, it. maybe, maybe it'd be really cool because it's the 20th it, anniversary. At least let you be able to dress up as like Red and Leaf, right? Yeah, and you can dye clothes too, so that mm-hmm. yellow skirt can totally become Leaf's skirt. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, the the customization is definitely better than it was before too, which is awesome. Oh yes, and it's it's fantastic. I'm I'm very excited for that again to be a returning feature. Um, uh, I also I'm I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that we can get Kurt's Pokeballs back somehow. <gasps> if you could just do that, that'd be that'd be all I want from a Pokemon game at this point. Uh, that would make the game perfect if I can just use a Moon Ball, you know. Mm. That's all I want. Here's the theory: you go yeah. to different islands collecting different, let's say, fruit, berries, apricots, yeah. something from the different islands, and then you bring them back to him. That's how. Perfect mm-hmm. way to do it. Kurt could retire oh, in Alola. That would be so cool. Right? Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, it doesn't even be Kurt. It could be like, oh, I knew Kurt once, and then I uh, know how to make the Pokeballs. You know? Just, oh my gosh. Why has that not come back? How is this just something that know. hasn't come back? And oh, if they're going to stress this you know- day and night cycle so much anyway, it'd be great. Like, Kurt had a grandson, right? But we never saw, like, his daughter or son. Yeah. Where was that person? Uh, 99% sure not in Alola. Uh. (laughs) Which is is sad. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so um, we also, in addition to uh, seeing that feature return, uh, we've also got new Z-moves for some Pokemon. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. And we're about to get into trouble here. We're, I'm just going to let Whimsicott do it. I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just think I don't uh, I think they're useless on my my honest opinion. Really? Nothing that looks that awesome can be useless. I mean, even if the moves did absolutely nothing, it would be worth it just to see the animation. All right. So we got two of them, <laughs> one for Pikachu called uh, Castro Pika. And the other one call, for Eevee called Extreme Evo Boost. So, Whimsicott, just go. Just go. Do your thing. Okay. So, <laughs> I was watching the trailer, and I watched the Japanese one uh, first, because it came out like 30 seconds before. And <laughs> I just clicked on the first thing I found. And it was like, what is she doing <coughs> with Pikachu? Wait. We didn't see Pokemon do the Z dance with you. And then I realized it was Pikachu's Z move. And I was like, oh, it's funny. It does the dance with you. And then she just throws the Pikachu into your face. And I was like, okay, okay. This is hilarious. This is really great. I mean, it would be greater if it wasn't Pikachu. But it's still fun. And then she starts doing another dance and... Evie jumps on her head, and I completely lose my mind. <laughs> like, all the evolutions start lining up, and their eyes shine from the dark. And at this point, Whimsicott was making noises. I, I think whales in the Mediterranean Sea were going like, Hey, wait, what's going on? Who's calling us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 like, I screamed, but... Not loudly, but I screamed for a solid minute there. It It's just everything an Eevee fan could possibly want, and more. Also, it raises every start by two stages, and Eevee learns Baton Path. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Uh, I, I I don't see... I see these getting banned from Little Cup. Uh, oh, well, of course. Oh, yeah, especially Eevee. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just kind of curious to see how these Z moves work. Um, just because they could have just huge implications for competitive. Like, uh, it could be it could become a very burst heavy like metagame, both in OU and doubles, which I don't want to see happen. Like, oh, Eevee's want... not going to be allowed in OU because it's just transferring multiple stats. Oh no, no, it'll be allowed. We just keep the same baton pass clause, you know. I mean, it just won't be able to baton pass. Oh yeah, yeah, and so you, you know, I'm not too worried about OU so much. I'm just worried about Z moves in general, not these specifically, just Z moves. Uh, Z moves just have a lot of implications. I have lots of questions. Like, does Protect work against Z moves? I don't know. Should I hope so? <laughs> yeah, with Eevee's thing, you can just use I don't know Roar, Dragon Tail, or uh, oh yeah, no, no, Eevee's thing won't be big in OU. I don't think yeah. so. I, I, Little Cup's probably gonna ban them. Uh, almost definitely. I can guarantee you someone is going to try and run Eevee with that. Mm-hmm. And that someone might be me, but, um, well. <laughs> I mean, Eevee's not terrible, because it gets it does get access to Eevee Life, but you lose that with the Z move, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, eh. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you had that with adaptability. Yeah. That's times two, stab. Mm-hmm. Then, then was that plus... Two, yeah, plus two with with the stat, and then 
I mean, the, the, it's just the problem is that it's an EV, so it's just not going to work, right? Yeah. I mean, it might work if you use something to like gain you a turn, like uh, say a whimsicott. You Maybe. lock something into a useless move, and they have to switch out, and you get a free turn for EV. And say you have, I don't know, eliminated ghosts and people with Mach Punch. You have an EV with just a Z move and last resort. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. The only thing I can see with that is like, it's it's still an EV. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but, all the, but all the boosts though. That, that, yeah, that but it doesn't, that doesn't matter. It's still an EV. <laughs> It will oh. only work like twenty percent of the time, but when it does, you're going to feel really good about it. I don't even think it's gonna work. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. It's it's still an EV. Um, it's like, it w- what are EV's base stats here? Let's see. Um, EV's base stats. I mean, uh, it's special defense. They're not is that good. Kind of decent. Eh, maybe. Uh, it's like in the 90s, right? 95 special defense? Eevee? No. Not no? at all. Eevee's, Eevee's highest stat is its special defense, and it's a base 65. 65? Oh, I thought it had at least that one. No. Nope. It's, it's still okay. an Eevee. It's okay, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> I see it as like a very novelty thing to like play through the game. Also, to make people like uh, Whimsicott squeal. Uh, <laughs> excitement. I mean, I feel like that was legit the only the only I reason mean, for it. Like half of the chat wasn't squealing right along with me, right? Jishiro and Locke and Bo and everyone else. I mean, for me, I was just like, okay, they tried to give Eevee a, uh, a, a, a thing. It increases everything by two stages, but I mean, that's still like just maybe making it a regular Pokemon. Uh and you mm. still have to take a turn to make it a regular Pokemon. I mean, one turn can be can be gained somehow. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. I feel like it's just a very tricky setup that's not going to be worth it, especially with these other Z moves that are coming out. Oh, it's not going to be worth it at all. But people are still going to do it. Yeah. So, quick question: Does this really like with Eevee and Pikachu? I'm looking up Pikachu. Does this really confirm you know who? Using Z moves based on what we've seen so far. Who's you know who? Voldemort. No, 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 no. Uh, well, Ash <laughs> and Kyle. Oh, Ash is going to be able to use Z moves. Absolutely. I mean, I, the Pikachu one makes sense because it's Pikachu, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, oh, Pikachu use Gigavolt Havoc or not Gigavolt. That's the that's the just general Electric type one. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen footage I think of the anime of Pikachu using the normal type Z move. Uh, I might be misremembering that with something else, but uh, I mean, it, he, he's going to be, I mean, he gets his own because then Ash can just use it with Pikachu and yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I just, the, the anime is a different story. I kind of hope it turns into like a school anime. Like I said this before, but yeah, I don't think they even take up moves lots. So yeah. they don't have to change Pikachu's moveset. No. So well, you it, just got to type. Yep. Mm-mm. That is it. All right, guys. That is the news for this week. Uh, the roundup for the the big news for Sun and Moon this week. So we are gonna keep on keeping on, and we are gonna take a short break, guys. And we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode.
So catch you on the flip-flop. Tonight on Audino MD. Please, Dr. Audino, this poor abandoned orphan kiddo is so sick. And bears are doing nothing. Please, can you find out what's wrong with him? I'm sorry, but I cannot do heal pulse until I get my PP off. Will Dr. Audino MD be able to save the poor orphan Skidoo? Find out tonight at 7 p.m. on Audino MD. And welcome back, guys. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex 200, or 549, my apologies, Lilligant, the flowering Pokemon. It's Pokemon Black Pokedex entry says, even veteran trainers face a challenge in getting its beautiful flower to bloom. This Pokemon is popular with celebrities. Uh, Lilligant is, uh, I, I don't think it's awful. Uh, <laughs> it's got a base speed of 90, a base special attack of 110. That's not too bad, right, Maximus? That's that's great potential, especially with some of the moves it. Well, yeah, with I mean, with the, I'm has. surprised it's in the NU tier, honestly. Um, it's it, a grass type. That, I mean, yes, the grass typing that's, is the only thing that screws it over, along with Talonflame. Uh, Talonflame does not make it a happy place for this elegant, but yeah, no, Max was exactly right. Its move pool is fantastic. Well, uh, well it's not very deep, but it's good. It only it literally only is, has normal and. In grass moves to attack. Yeah, it, it has no coverage. Yeah, it, like, well, I mean, you have to use hidden power. Illusion. You have to use uh, hidden power here to really make the most of it. Um, I mean, but then your problem is you have quiver dance. Uh, yeah. Let's say pedal dance and hidden power, and you honestly cannot get a fourth move that's useful unless you uh, want to do really, synthesis. I, I'm a huge fan of the Quiver Dance set, though. Uh, like, you could run Quiver Dance, uh, Giga Drain, um, some hidden power, depending on what your team needs. Uh, <laughs> and then... I've seen some teeter dances. Yeah, it also gets Sleep Powder as well. I mean, there's some good things here. You could run Max Special Attack, Max Speed, Life Orbit to give it some more. And just run, you know? It should do really well. I, I'm i a big fan of it. I mean, you obviously need to keep some stuff off of it. Um, you could Ice is probably the biggest issue in NU, I think. Uh, so, I mean, you could try even the ice-reducing berry. I think that's the Yaki berry. It um, is. So, yeah, try that one. And I, I, think that, I think that's the way to go. I mean, Quiver Dance is such a good move. <laughs> I mean, I see now why you were saying it's good, because you were thinking about using it in its own tier. But being the person who brings Leafeon to OU, I was already thinking about bringing Lilligan to OU. Not a good idea. I mean, you can still try it. I mean, I'm probably could... going to try it at some point, and I'm... I mean, the idea would be... The, it's, I mean, it's fast enough to be competitive. And base 90 speed is nothing to laugh at. Uh, yeah. You could definitely get a sleep powder off on something and get a turn of setup. And once you get a turn of setup, your special defense is decently bulky. Your uh, special attack will be through the roof. Your speed will be fast enough to go outspeed a majority of things. So I I think Lilligan's definitely usable in OU. You could definitely try it. It would be something that people wouldn't know how to deal with. You'd have to you'd have to pair it with something like a Tyranitar or something like that to be able to take care of Talonflame. Mm. I I am just like leaning on Tyranitar as a crutch lately. Um, so uh, <laughs> which is really bad. But 
Lilligant could definitely do it. You'd have to you have to analyze what its OU threats would be. Probably uh, any bug type like Scissor, and I would say Talonflame would be huge issues. But other okay. if if you take care of those, you could take care of those definitely with just one Tyranitar. Uh, Fire Punch or Fire Blast are like my go tos for handling things like Scissor. That think they can take on a Tyranitar. But Tyranitar is great for mixed. Mixed Tyranitar is great. I'm a fan. I love how you're ranting and raving about Tyranitar, and I tried putting a Tyranitar on my Generations Tournament team. You didn't do it and right. And it sucked so badly. You didn't yeah, do it I right. didn't I didn't do it right, I know. You should give it a Talon Flame in Gen 6. Um Everyone Gen is going to bring Talonflame from Gen 6. What? Yeah, I know. It's either Talonflame or Gudra, right? Uh, or Sylveon. Oh, Sylveon's okay. Yeah. Your types are balanced, right? <laughs> my my types are pretty balanced. My teams usually end up being like a water grass fire core and mm-hmm. a dragon steel fairy core. But they still suck. <laughs> <laughs> no ground, huh? Uh my steel type is Excadrill. So it better yeah, be yeah. Excadrill. Ex- th- there's nobody else to bring from Gen 5. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, uh, I actually I, hold on. You bring Hydragon maybe, but like Whimsicott. you should definitely bring Excadrill. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of Volcarona, you know that, but yeah, Volcarona's good too. Uh, but Excadrill's like the best spinner. Mm, it's so and good. it pairs really well with Tyranitar. I know, I know. Yeah, I but just... you want two things: weak to water and fighting. Okay, yeah. in the sandstorm. Tyranitar, you run the assault vest variant, and like a special defense, you can't you can't even a water type attack will do twenty five percent. But I wanted to set rocks. I can't set rocks with assault. Oh, we we are talking about Pokemon that are not Lilligan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lilligan's TCG card uh, is still in rotation. It's from Breakpoint. Um, it, it's all right. I think it'd be really cool as like a gimmick to run in like a league. Um, you know, for one, you know for, what? For the very first time. We are on the podcast, and I have this card. <laughs> <laughs> it it uh, for one grass energy for will do twenty damage with his attack. Boo hoo, and it will say, uh, and it will do if your opponent attaches an energy card from his or her hand to the defending Pokemon during his or her next turn. That Pokemon will be asleep. I think that's fantastic for like ruining setup early game if your opponent doesn't have Pokemon on the bench. Mm-mm. It'll work. I think that'd be really awesome. It would just be like a way to like slow down their setup. Um, it, it's definitely not like a long-term solution. Yeah, because but you, you say, just put something on the bench and you just start, you know, loading it up. You say early game, but it's a stage one. So, well, but you okay. said there's a solution. Could, for there's that. a solution for that. I mean, you could uh, for one grass energy, you do boohoo. Uh, so your first turn, you could attach that energy to a uh, pet lil. In addition, though, Forest of the Giant Plants is a card that is still in rotation. Yep. Um, you play that, and okay. you can evolve it first turn. So, boom. Boom. That's Lilligan. how that works. Lilligant comes out. Force of the Giant Plants is a really cool card. And yeah, she, I, I think it sees a lot of play in uh in like Vespiquin decks. And so uh, it's a it's a cool card. I'm a big fan. I'm a little upset that the Venusaur isn't getting reprinted in evolutions, but uh mm. it, it's a really it's a really cool card. Um okay, so that that's Lilligant in the TCG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, let's see, any fun facts about Lilligant? It's a... Yes, it's the version-exclusive equivalent of Whimsicott. It's a flower that looks like it's wearing a bald gown, and that's why it can dance. And it has more than two feet. It Wait, does it really? How many feet does it have? Three, I think it has like four. It's probably not really feet, it's like little roots or something maybe. Yeah, they're like tendrils, but they look like feet, and I was, oh, that's so cute. Wait, there are too many feet there. Yeah. (laughs) It has a really, really good shiny. Yeah, the shiny's not bad. It's not a bad. It's amazing. Anything that includes that blue color should just be done more. Yeah, and Uh, that pink as well. Yeah, that should just be done more. And the Mm -mm. pink's done tastefully. It's not like the whole Pokemon just like fell into a paint bucket. It's it's done tastefully. Now I want a shiny hunt for one. Yeah, right? Uh, mm-hmm. All right, then. So that, that well, I mean, we can keep talking about Lilligant, I guess. Uh, I can't really. It's Lilligant. Uh, I went over what it is, what it can do. It can't learn too many moves, unfortunately. <laughs> um, it does get Healing Wish, though. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but, yeah, it can't learn that much. It does get Chlorophyll, so you could probably try some, running a Sunny Day like a sunny day variant with it. Like, run it with uh, Soviet Thatch, Whimsicott. It'll get Chlorophyll. Uh... Well, I mean, you know that I easily fall into temptation with, uh, like, oh, but this could work well, like, 10% of the time. And a Pokemon that has Petal Dance and Own Tempo, I don't know that I'm going to give up on that. Uh, You go for Chlorophyll. You go for Chlorophyll. Okay, fine, fine. (laughs) Yet another PU Chlorophyll Pokemon on my team. That's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) It's how it works. It's why it's it's an NU, not PU. It's not that bad. Uh, oh so. wow! <laughs> it's up a tier. <laughs> it's up a tier. All right. So if you guys want to learn any more about fun Pokemon factoids, you can go to pucklepodcast.com and go check out all of the awesome articles there. Uh, so please go do that if you get the chance. So without further ado, we are gonna kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. So let's go. for the mailbag send in your emails the mail's here check your inbox it's time for the mailbag mail And on to Puckle's Mailbag, as always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we will be looking out for people to give the Green Tauros badge to, so wait for that at the end of the segment. Uh, We are going to go into as many emails here as we can. Uh, This is the segment, for those of you who are new to the show, where we read listener emails. You can send them in to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically give you guys a prompt. And uh, we read as many of them as we can. Uh, and I guess I want to say here the next 15 minutes uh, today. So let's jump right on in. Our last week's mailbag question was, what Pokemon would you like to see get in Alola form? Uh, all right. So let's jump right on in. Uh, so we get a, uh, we, our first email is from Aria G. We haven't seen him in a while. Hey, the fashion co-host. It's been a while, but I've been working on an app for Pokemon Go. It's a gym battle trainer app where you can practice gyms dodging and all. Uh, for Android, search gym battle trainer by West Waveland. For iOS, search gym battle trainer by Wendell Garcia. 
Um, as for Alola forms, I'd like the Alolan Al Onyx to be the Crystal Onyx, so I can finally get one in game. According to Alex Ugzala, Agloza, uh, I, I can't say his name right at all, ever. You um, kind of did it there, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, he'd probably be a Grass Steel type. Pokey regards Aria G. I honestly don't think that the Crystal Onyx is going to be here. Um, and let me tell you why. Uh, <laughs> my my Alolan Pokemon, uh, my Alolan Pokemon rules, I think I've narrowed them down. It has to be a Pokemon that did not get a mega evolution or a uh, or an evolution in a generation afterwards and it has to be in gen 1. Yeah, pretty and much. And Onix does not fit that criteria. Right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, then you have to have an Alolan Steelix because it'll evolve into Alolan Steelix and I don't think they want to have gen 2 have Pokemon that are uh, <laughs> that Plus, are over- everyone yeah. forgets but Steelix has a mega yeah, and Steelix has a Mega on top of that, so you have to change the Mega design, right? So that's Mm-mm. just not going to happen. Unfortunately. Um, who wants to get this next one from uh, Zenth? Zenth, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can, I can get it if you want. All right, yeah, go for it. Hello, Pucklecast. My name is Zenth, and I'm a new member in the community, writing in for the first time. Well, welcome. Uh, regarding the topic, two Pokemon I think that should definitely get Alolan forms are, well, basically anything in the unranked section of PU. It may be wishful thinking on my part, but it seems like Game Freak has been trying harder over these last two gens and the next game to improve the viability of old Pokemon. And I hope that someday Pokemon like Delibird, Sudowoodo, or Meganium might finally have a chance to shine. Oh, I hope so too. Also, regarding the last podcast, you mentioned that Tash would call a patron for $100 a month and give his opinions on the Pokemon movie of the month. I live in Michigan. For $200, I can watch a Pokemon movie with Tatch. Okay, so, uh, two things. Yes, for $200 a month, you can come and watch a Pokemon movie with me. Uh, two, I did not say for $100 a month I'd give you my opinion. I would just read the synopses. Uh, <laughs> so... There you go. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about putting that up on Patreon, just as like a joke tier. See if people did. How very precise and official. Yeah, <clears> exactly. <throat> In all seriousness, though, I have a question for the hosts. I've spent a considerable amount of time recently in Pokemon, but more than anything, it's been an outlet made entirely by the Pokemon community. I battle on Showdown, play TCG in the Unlimited 150 format. For reference, it's like 100 card singleton. And I have been running a Pokemon Tabletop United campaign. Oh. My question for you is, what is your favorite Pokemon fan creation that isn't Puckle? Thanks for taking the time to read this, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the chat. My answer is the Puckle TCG cast. (laughs) Okay, something that isn't Puckle related. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. My favorite fan creation. I mean, there's a lot. Just the communities in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we have us, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but then you have, My... things, you have things like Smogon in general. Um, you, I mean, which is kind of the outlet in which Showdown comes out. Mm-mm. And then you also have, like, Nugget Bridge and stuff. I mean, the communities are just awesome. Oh, yeah. I would rank most useful as Showdown, for sure. But my personal favorite is the Nuzlocke Challenge. Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's good. Do you have one, Maximus? Oh, y'all took all the good ones. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we can showdown. I mean, you can agree. Uh, 
there's um well this is a personal thing I grew up with um like I've been playing kind of this for years but there's a Pokemon Defense Tower game. Oh that, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just about. love playing that game. Like yeah. and it's coming with updates over the years and just I know exactly what you're talking about. That game is pretty good. Yeah, Where you I like catch the Pokemon and like put them in strategic places and then mm-hmm. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I like that game. That game's a lot of fun. I mean, we could even talk about ROMs. A lot of the ROMs are fun. I don't play them too much anymore because I don't have time for that. But, yeah. Uh, Maximus, you want to get this next email from... What's his name? Uh, He didn't actually give us a name, I don't think. Uh, We'll just call him Adrian here. Okay. Who's? Wait, was I late on that? Oh, well. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roasted Thatch Pepper and fellow co-hosts. I know this is the mailbag, but first I want to say thank you for the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with Gens 1 and 2 as a kid and sort of left Pokemon World, well, left the Pokemon World shortly after Ruby and Sapphire were out. I never actually gave them a chance. I just remember thinking the starters and legendaries look cool. However, thanks to your show, I was inspired to start playing the games where I left off and just defeated the Elite Four and Emerald as of yesterday. Hmm. Hmm. Well, actually, this was three days ago, but... Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. So you did it on the point- 21st. That's like Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. I am planning on starting Soul Silver pretty soon, and I'm wondering if you guys could recommend some games after that. Should I play Diamond, Pearl, or Platinum? Just Platinum. platinum. Just Platinum. platinum. <laughs> don't don't waste your time with Diamond and Pearl. Just play Platinum. It's gonna take long enough to play Platinum as it is. Yeah, just play Platinum because it took like the Diamond and Pearl bleh and like made it feasible. Mm-hmm. It turned the story into a Kalos quality story. But yeah. Okay. And after that, should I play black or white? Depends on which cover legendary you like best. It doesn't matter, because then you just play the same game for the sequel. Um, There are more differences between versions than there are in other generations, but they're mostly subtle. I I would do uh, white, because I think think if you play white too, then you get the shiny Dratini. I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That one. But who wants a puke green dragonite? That's true. But who wants a not very different colored Garchomp? Uh. Uh, I mean, you can make it evolve it and then it becomes pink. Yeah. yeah just keep it a dragon there. Ooh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. Dragon pink dragoner is cool. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's see. Do I have to see? Do I have too much time on my hands? <laughs> yes. Will Puckle Crew find all seven Pokeballs to summon Rayquaza? Ooh, I, I feel question. like it's a trick question. <laughs> I, I, oh man, Maximus, Pokemon. Maximus, you have your next fanfic right there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Will Feraligator ever get an O on his name? No. Nah. Find out next episode on Puckle. 
<laughs> anyway, without further ado, further to do. See, th- thanks a lot, Thatch. You're rubbing off on me. I'm rubbing. No, he wrote further to do right there, which is the way I say it, and he's doing it to annoy all of you. And I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm here for the mailbag. What alone form would I like to see in Sun and Moon? I would have to say seeing alone Gold Duck would be pretty cool to see. Mm. Hmm. See, that's a legit one that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 follows my criteria. Maybe he can finally become the psychic type he's always deserved to be. Okay, makes sense actually. Or if that's too obvious, what about a dark type? <gasps> yeah, like the dark hmm. Gold Duck. He mentions it though. That dark gold duck card I had as a kid is pretty sweet. Yeah. The, like, Guys. rocket Golduck. And then you name it Darkwing Duck. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's too perfect. Yeah, this <gasps> needs to happen now. Dark-type Golduck, it's got to happen. Oh, wow. <laughs> like a dark psychic Golduck, you know? Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, That's going to be powerful, too. Only That'd be awesome. Ooh. That'd be awesome. I'd be down with like a dark psychic Golduck. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to end this, so I just want to point out the fact that Larry the Lobster is going to be an Ultra Beast in Sun and Moon. <laughs> See you guys on the... On the sandal. <laughs> on the sandal. Like, it's a flip-flop. It's yeah, a yeah. Somebody's like, wait, that just sound awkward it to sounds awkward It sounds super awkward to say. Isn't Larry the Lobster the guy from SpongeBob? Yeah, know. he's like the 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 muscle guy, the beach yeah. guy. Yeah, because it it's exactly like him. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! All right, so this next one is from the British gent. Uh, good day to you and all you fellow Puckle Odians. Uh, oh. We're uh, theaters now. Yeah. This is the British gent writing in for the first time after listening to you for nearly a year now. Well, thank you for coming out of the shadows and attacking and then coming out of the shadows. And um, attacking. And that, that's, such a ba- that's such a bad reference. Uh, uh, I, my, 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 may I say a late congratulations on reaching the 250 and all the best for the future. What an amazing job you all do. I look forward to listening to the podcast while I'm work at work every Monday, and it cheers me up after leaving the weekend behind. I'm currently trying to put together a team to enter your tournament this fall, and I'm finding it a bit harder than I thought I might. Uh, this is the first time I've had to do this, so this is all new to me. Well, come to the chat box. People will definitely be there to help you. Uh, or you can start a thread on Reddit. Yeah, or start a thread on Reddit. People will probably be more than happy to help you team build. Uh Anyway, on to why I'm writing in my theory on the Ultra Beast and in Sun and Moon. I believe that UB1 is Lily. Yeah, I think I mentioned this, right? I got to mention this. Yeah, pretty much everyone yeah. thinks yeah. that mm-hmm. they have some kind of connection. Yeah. Whether it is the person, mm, it's up I think to UB, I think UBO2 is somehow related to the leader of Aether as well. But, um, he could do the whole DNA route, but he yeah. took some of the DNA. Yeah. We have only seen UBO2 trying to fight, and I believe that UBO1 is the one UB not that's not going to fight with anyone. UBO1 will keep the peace. Will be the peacekeeping one, the same as what Lily will be wanting. UBO2 will have to fight alongside humans, disguised as human, learning more about what the world for years. UBO2 will want to destroy the world, 
and this is why they're learning more to have set up the fifth island disguising it as a place of love. I don't believe that the whole Aether Foundation is evil, and most of them there will be for, will be there for good reasons at looking after Pokemon. Lily slash UBO1 will be trying to keep the peace, but UBO2 and maybe other UBs will be trying to destroy everything. They will they will throughout the story fight among themselves, and Lily will win. Uh, yes, because it's Pokemon. The good guys have to win. I think towards the yeah. end of the game, the UBs will try and take the fifth island away with all the peaceful Pokemon and or use it as a weapon in some way, and we will see it lifting into the air. I can go on a little bit more, but I believe I've gone on long enough. I do hope I put a few more ideas in everyone's mind and think a little bit differently about the game's theories. I do have a couple of shinies from X and Y if anyone missed out. Um, uh, hashtag gone on long enough. Hashtag sorry for the long email. Hashtag not sorry. Hashtag first time email. Hashtag puckle love. Hashtag love. I'm going to say hashtag love Rollet. Hashtag, Ooh, hashtag sorry for the long hashtags. That's not what it says, Thatch. He just doesn't know how to spell Rowlet. That's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a problem like I would say roughly 66% of the population have. The truth is that you have trouble pronouncing poor Poplio's name. I am probably pronouncing Poplio. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm choosing Poplio during my journey. I'm probably going to choose Poplio anyway. I don't know uh, if anybody knows that. But uh, good day from the British gent. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you want to grab this next one from uh, Antonin uh, Whimsicott? Well, of course. And then I think that'll Hello, be it for onion. the day. Unfortunately. <laughs> We're just onions now. We're skipping yeah. the pocket part entirely. Hello, onions. I was listening to the news, and it looks like I missed a good deal. The anime thing, for instance. School setting? Really? Reminds me of the movie Yu-Gi-Oh!, from Travel Adventure to Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, which took place at school. In fact, there are quite a few anime like that eventually ending up at school. Maybe they're like trying to capitalize on the fact that school anime always are pretty successful. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they are. I mean, I really hope it turns out to be... I feel like that's really cool just to like have that home base, you know? That mm-hmm. like you can go out from and do things. And like you have perfect like motivation then. You just go, oh, my teacher told me to do this. Yeah, another field trips to different islands or like Ash is told, hey, now you have to go like you have to accomplish the trial, finish the trials to be able it's... to advance in school. You know, like, I don't know. you know what I mean? It sounds like the beginning of Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon what, with humans. It sounds awesome. I'm down. You, you know what I want? I want, you know, he's going to have a rival during this whole thing. In. It's yeah, school. Absolutely. Who doesn't have a rival in school in anime? But um, I want to. This rival thing, Ash is so weak that Ash. I know this is probably not going to happen. Call some of his other Pokemon back and say, "You think you can take me on?" And then he becomes that, brings out Storlax, and then all of a sudden, pulverizing oh my gosh, pancake. pulverizing pancake. And all of a sudden, Snorlax pancakes Ash and the entire school. I mean, it depends <laughs> on how many new Pokemon there are, but it'd be very interesting to see Ash like use some of his old ones again. I made pancakes today. I want to make sure. <laughs> I want half his team to be old, half his team to be new. Yeah, but I want him to just keep catching Pokemon. Though it would be great if he like rotate his Pokemon. You know, like maybe we'll see that like the last anime when Pokemon maybe ends, like the anime, not the games, because <laughs> the anime the end. anime might end, but the games won't. Uh, but maybe it will end. I doubt it. Maybe not in my lifetime. You know, I'll be like. Ah, oh, little Timmy. I, when I was that kid, that was show was on, and I'd be like, "Grandpa, I'm watching Ash." I'd be like, "He's still Timmy, <laughs> isn't he?" Um, 
Uh, keep going. Keep going, Maximus. Okay. <clears throat> hey, it's it's yeah, I forgot who was reading. I'm really bad at this game. It's okay. We're twins. Um, we'll, we'll, we are so much alike. Uh, anyways, I'm excited about the Pokemon Generations. Those clips are amazing. They're totally hyping me up for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes, they are amazing. But to the mailbag. Out of Gen 1, I'd like to see Mewtwo have an Alolan form. Well, more like Ethereum form, if you know where the other foundation made it their own version of Mewtwo. I think that would be cool. I think Mewtwo has too much stuff piled onto it yeah, already. Yeah, Mewtwo needs no more, right? Yeah, he got mm-hmm. lots of... Neither does Charizard, neither does... Mm-hmm, they all got enough love last year. Yeah, Greninja, he needs more love. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'd just be okay with an Alolan Magmar that is more volcanic. Maybe like a ground fire type. Or a psychic water Alolan Dragoner that swims between islands. Oh, oh, Dragonite man. could get in a lowland form. Hmm. Dragonite has rule. been shown in the trailer. That's true. Like re- regular Dragonite is yeah. in the trailer. Well, you know what else is in the trailer? So, a regular, a regular Meowth. Ooh, but that—that's from Kanto, though, because it belongs to your mother. Yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. Moved but to maybe it belongs so. to somebody else from Kanto. Isn't Radicate already in there too? Rattata, Radicate. Uh, um, no. No, they've been pretty consistent about this. Hmm. Anyway, oh my gosh. Uh, this psychic water, a little dragoner swimming between the islands. That, I, cool. I actually like saw it like flying between the islands, and it's mm-hmm. like the Rainicorn Princess from mm-hmm. Adventure Time. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh man, can you also imagine a Lugia in this region? Uh, a lot of people have. They keep looking in the clouds, and they think well, they see Lugia and Ho-Oh. And it's hilarious. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, they think uh, they see it. I'm not saying that they do. Uh, I mean, if we get anything, I feel like they'll try to do the same thing like they did in uh, Gen 6, where you can catch all the legendaries just in Gen 7. Um, I don't know if it'll just be in this game or in the next set of games. Well, probably not in this game. No, absolutely not. But they, they'll probably do something like that. Mm, uh, maybe. I, maybe, yeah, exactly. Um, please don't give us a good Landorus. Uh, that's all. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm so tired of Landorus. Yeah, and that's from oh, Andor. Oh, Landorus. Landorus is the reason why half of my teams fail. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too much. All right, so... Uh, that is it for this week's mailbag. I apologize we did not get to your email. Uh, we have a lot of emails here, actually, um, from various people. Um, we have Obese Trainer. Thank you for sending one in. Uh, thank you for sending one in. Lucario loves Minecraft. Another one from uh, Oshawott, but he got his uh, little time in the sun at the beginning of the show. And then, of course, Bosephus for sending in an email. Uh, but we we can only get to so many guys, or the show goes on forever. So... Uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead. Uh, do you guys think anybody deserves the green Taurus badge that we read today? Um, I, uh, do. I would say that, uh, I'd say Zen right now. Zen I like, uh, and I like- Adrian don't have one. Um, neither does, uh, neither does the British gent. I personally liked Adrian's email. Okay. What about you, Maximus? Did you have the same idea or a different one? I like, I, I kind of like Zen. Oh my gosh. I have to be the tiebreaker. Um, yep. uh- uh, I I like the Alolan Golduck thing. Okay, that's um, Adrian. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want. I like I like that one. 
okay, so Adrian, you win the Green Tours badge. Go to uh, PucklePodcast.com and you can submit for it. Uh, thanks to everybody who sent an email, though. So next time, hopefully you get one. Um, uh, if you want to send an email in next time, you have to uh, send an email at PucklePodcast.com. It could be about anything. Uh, our mailbag question is going to be like, which ver- uh, do these version-exclusive Pokemon that you found out about in the last trailer affect which game you're going to buy? Uh, let us know. PucklePodcast.gmail.com. It doesn't matter because I'm buying both. Because um, I'm an awful person. And uh, let's see. So Well, maybe uh, it will affect which one they're going to play first. Yeah, if I'm, they I'm playing Bible. Moon first, obviously. Uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, if you want to check out more cool, awesome Puckle stuff, you can go to our Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can follow us on or like us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. Subscribe to our subreddit r slash Puckle and at the same time, you can tumble with us on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. In addition to that, you can also follow us on Twitch, because we should be getting back to uh, a somewhat regular schedule this week, which is going to be twitch.tv slash pucklepodcast. Uh, the pucklepodcast. The pucklepodcast. Oh my gosh, I always mention that and I forget it. So it's the, we have a the there because of dumb reasons. Uh, and so... Uh, in addition to that, if you could review us on iTunes, that would be fantastic. It helps more people find us. And if you'd like to help support us monetarily, like a couple of awesome people did during uh, the past weekend, uh, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and help out the show, help us get cool prizes and run the community in an awesome way. I think at $200 is our next goal, $200 a month, we will release a, uh, a way for patrons to download uh, the cool... Um, Bo Sophist and the Thunder Types album. Uh, I think I'll ask them what they want to name the album. Maybe they want to name it Puckle, an anthology. Um, I'm making up words now. <laughs> and <laughs> at $205, you can listen to uh, Williamson Cotton and I talk about a science podcast for 30 minutes. Uh, wait, 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 wait. The $205 goal was for releasing uh, the a cappella version of the Puckle theme song by Scron. <laughs> okay, then two hundred and six dollars is gonna be Thatch and Whimsy Guy for science podcast. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> so you can so you can find out how much stuff Whimsico doesn't know about science. <laughs> it's gonna be so embarrassing. Uh, uh, also, uh if you guys have some time, I'd really appreciate it. Uh we're gonna have a survey in the show notes. Um it's also the link the URL is going to be pucklepodcast.com slash survey. Um, if you would go ahead and fill that out, it really helps us out, guys, figuring out how to better the show, how to better the community, make it a better show in general. Also, we like hearing your feedback and knowing what's working and what's not working. Uh, Because I think we're we're all talking about doing another show, so we're going to see what happens. All right, then, guys. Uh, I guess that's that's all of the announcements I have. Uh, so we are going to... Oh, the Puckle Generations Tournament also got moved back for uh, for a week. Uh, it will now be starting on the, uh, I believe, the third? Hmm? Oh, the second. One of those two. Uh, so you have an extra week to sign up. Uh, go ahead and do that. That's on the website. You just check it out. So, uh, that is... I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Mr. Maximus. And I am the fluffiest Winsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.